Hello, and welcome to the Adrian Ross Show. I am Adrian Ross, and I am so glad that you have tuned in for this episode of the Adrian Ross Show on the BMG Network. That's thebmgnetwork.com. Of course, you may also be listening from one of the major podcast platforms, wherever you are listening. I'm glad you are because today's topic is vital. I said vital with a capital V-I-T-A-L. All right. But first, I want to say thank you to someone named Lisa who left me a review for this podcast for the Adrian Ross show. She left a review and the title of the review is Adrian is exceptional. Let me share this with you. It says the Adrian Ross show is a welcome addition to my library. She is a very intelligent, well-spoken, articulate, thought-provoking individual speaking about themes that are relevant to our crazy times. Adrian helps you to see current events through a different lens and challenges the sheep instinct. She also gives her thoughts and opinions in a courteous way, looking to build dialogue. No matter what your views are, if you are open-minded, the Adrian Ross show and her column, My View, My Voice, are a must listen to. I am so thankful, Lisa, for that review that you left on Audible. So not only are you able to leave a review at Apple Podcast or Google Podcast or Stitcher or wherever you're listening, you're also able to leave a review on Audible. And Lisa did that. Would you do that? If you've been listening to the Adrian Raw Show, do you know it would be really helpful if you go maybe to Apple Podcasts, for example, and leave a review and also a rating? That would be so appreciated. And if this is your first time listening, then after you listen, hey, go and leave a review or rating. All right. Maybe I'll be reading yours during one of the episodes, but that would mean so much. And just to piggyback on what Lisa wrote about my column. Yes, I do have a column where readers subscribe. It is at adrianrosscolumn.com. That's adrianrosscolumn.com. And it is, as she said, called My View, My Voice. My View, My Voice. Having said that, let's get into today's vital topic. This is something that is near and dear to my heart, something that I've talked about before. Uh, In my book, Push Your Way to Purpose, I am an author. I have three books, but the book that I call my baby is called Push Your Way to Purpose, how to get from where you are to where you're meant to be. And you can find this book and my other books on Amazon. You can find it also at barnesandnoble.com. And, you know, you can also find it on, um, it's also an audiobook. So that's really cool. And it's an audiobook with Adrian Ross, yours truly, reading the entire book. You know, it's cool when authors, I guess, have other people read their books. But there's nothing like the author reading the author's own work. And you will really enjoy hearing this book. So whether you're reading it yourself or whether you get the uh, the audiobook, just check out Push Your Way to Purpose uh, that, that I wrote. Now, this 
what I'm going to talk about today is something that I deal with in this book. And it's also something that I've, I've done a video before, I think Facebook Live, and I've gotten feedback. I got feedback from people who said it was what they needed to hear. It brought deliverance that they needed in their lives. It brought a different perspective and breakthrough for them. And that's why I say this is vital. Everyone, everyone needs to be engaged in this topic that is the F word. The F word. And when people hear that, they're like, oh my goodness, the F word? Absolutely. The chapter in my book, which happens to be chapter five, is called Use the F Word. Aren't you excited? Somebody's giving you permission to use the F word, but maybe it's not what you think. So I'm going to actually start this episode. Well, actually, I already started the episode, but I'm going to continue this episode from this point to, to be more precise by reading a little bit of this chapter. I'm going to read a little bit of this chapter called Use the F Word. Okay, so hang with me and you're going to find out what we're going to talk about and and then we can we can dig even deeper. Okay, so use the F Word. People can be a trip, mean, vindictive, hurtful. And those are just our relatives. It's hard to imagine people can be worse than those family members during Thanksgiving dinner. But believe me, you ain't seen nothing yet. Some people think nothing of lying, cheating, stealing, dragging your name through the mud. That sounds pessimistic, but it's reality. You may not be able to wrap your brain around the idea of someone doing you dirty, but there are people who delight in that stuff. They ain't happy unless you're miserable. They'll turn every good deed you do into something ugly and then convince others to join their smear campaign against you. It's just how some folks flow. So if you're going to succeed in life, you need thick skin. You have to choose your battles wisely. You have to be discerning enough to know when to speak up and when to just let it go. And you're going to have to employ the F word. I know that sounds like good news. You've been itching to throw that F bomb. And finally, someone has given you permission to do it. Yes, I am. But it is probably not what you think, and it is most definitely not what you want. Nonetheless, it is what you need. To reach your full potential, you have to forgive. (laughs) Forgive. And I'm going to stop right there. Now you know what that F word is that we're going to talk about today. That F word is forgive. We need to forgive. We need to use the F word. Why is that so important? Because for some people, that is the hardest thing in the world because of their experiences. But I'm here to tell you that it is essential. It is vital. Okay? It's absolutely vital. So use the F word. Now, wow, why is that so important? And why is it such a problem for people? The chapter of my book goes into various reasons why people struggle with forgiving, with forgiveness. And I'm going to handle a couple of them during our time together. Okay. But before I do, let me share this with you. I 
I posted a a question on Facebook. I'm a question asker. It's the it's the teacher in me. It's the it's the life coach in me. It's the inquisitive person in me. So I tend to ask lots of questions. I really do. And I find and I have found over the years that it's all in the questions that engage people and that allow and help people to really come to an answer that they need in their lives. It's the in the question that creates the quality discussion. Even as a teacher, I taught seventh grade English in, in upstate New York for, for uh, nearly two decades, right? And, you know, I had, I've had teachers who've said to me, you know, when I do that book, I can't get my kids, my students to respond. And the, the only thing I can say is it's, it's in the, it's the presentation. And part of the presentation is the question. You ask the right questions, then you get the responses, right? You've got to ask the question. So I asked the question as I often do on Facebook. And my question was about, I said, what would you, what advice would you give yourself 10 years ago? What advice would you give your 10 years ago self is how I phrased it. And it was interesting that I had at least a couple responses that centered around letting it go, letting go of the anger and forgiving letting it go. And that sparked something in me, which led me to where we are right now, which is talking about forgiveness. Because what those people were saying was that they learned now. So now in hindsight, if they were to give it, if they could go back and they could give advice to that person, it would have been just release it, just forgive, just let it go. And you know what? That's a difficult thing to do when you've been wronged, as I mentioned when I was reading a part of my book, because some people have legitimate reasons. When I say legitimate, I mean from a human common sense perspective, uh, vantage point, uh, you know, it, it just makes sense when somebody does you dirty, especially if it's something deep. There's there's justification, we could say, from a humanistic common sense perspective that you would be unforgiving. But humanism and common sense, as we call it, (laughs) isn't always the road to what you need. And so I look at it this way. Those people who made that comment that they would have they would have told themselves to forgive. I applaud them because that would be good advice. Why? So that the other person is just scot-free? No, hear me. When we talk about forgiveness, forgiveness is not really about the other person. Forgiveness is not whether the other person deserved it or not. Forgiveness is about whether you deserve it. Because see, forgiveness is a gift you give yourself more than anything. Now we can go into whether somebody did wrong and they're really sorry and that they, they could really use you saying it's okay. And we could get into that another time. But ultimately speaking, it's about you. When you release, you're the one who's free. And I'm going to tell you a story about that. And I write about this in the book, in my book, Push Your Way to Purpose, which you're going to check out on Amazon and the Barnes & Noble, right? 
because it's going to bless you. But one of the things that I share in the story is about this civil rights leader. Do you know who Medgar Evers is? The civil rights leader who was assassinated in front of his house in the presence of his little children at the time. If you've ever seen the movie Ghosts of Mississippi with Alec Baldwin, that's the story of Medgar Evers, the assassined, assassinated civil rights leader who was shot to death right there. And years, I mean, the, the, the assassin didn't even come, didn't get justice for years. I believe it was nearly 30 years. I remember the situation. I don't remember the assassination. I'm, I'm not that old. But I remember when the case was reopened and his body, Megar Evers' body had to be exhumed. And they had to, you know, it was, it was quite a thing before the KKK guy ended up getting justice years later. The Ghost of Mississippi, check out the, check out the movie. But I remember when that was taking place. And here's the thing, Merle Evers, Merle Evers, who was his wife when he was assassinated, right? When, her, when their children were grown, her children said to her, mom, we don't understand how you could forgive the man. Now they're adults now, they're grown now when they're asking this, okay? We don't understand how you could forgive the man who murdered your husband, our father, and one of the things that she said to, in answer to that was this, that she had learned that it didn't pay to hate people. And this was why she said it doesn't pay to, to hate people because half the people you hate don't know and the other half don't care. Again, half the people you hate don't know and the other half don't care. So here you are tied up in knots with all this bitterness and unforgiveness and hatred. And, and, and the ones that you have that for, they're just moving on about their business. So you're the one who's suffering. And that was the message she said. So let it go. Like the people on my Facebook post who said that they would have told themselves to release it and to let it go. Because it frees you. It frees you. So how do we get to that point? Why is it so difficult? Again, I share in the book what makes it difficult for people. Okay. And I also share why those things don't hold water. And I'm not going to go into all of that. But I am going to go into a little bit. One of the reasons we struggle with forgiving other people is because we fail to take a good look at ourselves. Okay, let's get where the rubber meets the road. Let's be real, okay? I did, in New York, jail ministry for many years. I would go in once a week to the jail, and I would have Bible study and discussion and prayer with the ladies in the jail. And, you know, it's, it's, I loved it. It. I loved jail ministry. And some people think you love jail. That seems like, oh, that seems tough. I'm telling you, these 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 women were like many of them were like putty. You know, we think of hardened criminals and, you know, many of them were, you know, were moms and they were they, they would cry over the, over their kids. They couldn't see. 
and the mistakes that they made to get them where they are. I mean, it was a, it was a wonderful ministry, but many of them struggle with unforgiveness because many of them were in that situation because of things that were done to them because of hurts that were instilled upon them, you know, and because of that, then, then they turned out a certain way or they engaged in a certain activity that they shouldn't have been in, etc. So they had beefs, they had beefs with people. Okay. And therefore they struggle with being able to forgive other people, somebody who lied on them, somebody who did them wrong, somebody, you know, whatever the case may be, abuse that they suffer, who started them on drugs, you know, whatever, everybody got a story, okay? And I would listen to those stories at times. But one day I said, you know what, we're going to talk about forgiveness. And I I said, here, here's here's the paper, here's your paper. I want you to take this paper. I told you we're going to talk about why we struggle with forgiveness. And part of that is because we fail to take a good look at ourselves. But I said to these ladies, okay, on this piece of paper on the left side, I want you to write down the people who did you dirty, the people who did you wrong and what they did. People really who just messed you up to a certain extent, people you are quote unquote justified in having unforgiveness toward. I want you to write a list all the way down who they are, what they've done, man, they're writing because this person did them dirty and this person did them dirty and this person did them dirty, man. And then it's real, man. I mean, people have done them dirty and you look at that long list and you go, man, no wonder they're struggling with bitterness and stuff. They've been, they've been wronged. And then I said to them, I said, okay, on the other side, you, you, you put a line down that paper. Now on the, on the right side of the paper, let's do something different. Let's write down the people you did dirty, the people really whose forgiveness you need. <laughs> Whole different perspective. Now, now you've got to self-reflect. Talking about the F word here, people. So then they make their list. Let me tell you, after they make their list, they got two lists there. And I'm asking them to examine the list. And what do you think? What do you think they discover as they take a look at those lists? Yeah, you probably got it right. If I could hear your voices right now, you probably would say they realized that they needed forgiveness just as (laughs) just as they needed to forgive other people. In other words, they did people wrong just as much, if not more then they had been done wrong. Maybe there was a, there's a child now who's in the system because they messed up and they're in jail. There's a child that, that they can't see. There's a child who's missing mommy because of what mommy did. Maybe, maybe mommy was abusive. Maybe mommy put this child, you know, when those who had younger children, or even if their children are older now, looking back, put them in compromising positions Maybe they didn't have the things that they needed because mommy messed up. Maybe, you know, and now you've got relatives. You've got you, many of them had, you know, their their parents were worried about them because they're locked up. And so they hurt them. Or now their parents or their sisters or their brothers are raising their kids, maybe or whatever. Or maybe they stole from someone. They made a foolish decision that, to put them in that position. And as they're making their list, all of a sudden the light bulb comes on and they realize They've messed up too. Now, maybe they didn't do someone dirty to the extent that was done to them. Everybody's got a story. I don't know what their story was. 
Maybe that's the case, but neither, either way, either way, they acknowledge that they too messed up at times. They need forgiveness. And that light bulb comes on. And so that one reason there that people don't forgive because somebody did them wrong I'm saying, no, it's our mindset is wrong. When we understand that we too can be a hot mess and hurt people and cause pain that creates a hole in their lives or sends them down a certain track, it should change everything. I mean, even the Bible says we have to forgive if we expect God to forgive us. And that can be difficult to do. When we've been done wrong. So that's one reason people struggle because they need to take a look at their, their themselves. So I'm saying to you right now, if you can think of, of someone you're holding unforgiveness toward, you need to use that F word towards. Maybe you should take out a piece of paper. Maybe I should take out a piece of paper and make that list and see how it changes our perspective. So again, so that we can be free. Remember, forgiveness is the gift you give yourself. And we struggle sometimes with it. And part of it is because our perspective of our own frailties and mess ups is jacked up. But we need to let go. Half the people you're, you're unforgiving towards, half the people you hate don't know, and the other half don't care. And you might say, I don't hate anybody. I don't care. Whatever word you want to use. Bitter, angry. Tied up in knots, whatever. You know, we have great ways of, you know, kind of glossing things over. Bottom line is you need to release and let go like some of those people wrote in my Facebook post. Okay, now, here's the other issue and why people struggle with forgiveness, with that F word. It's because many of us are extremely hard on ourselves, extremely hard on ourselves. And this is what I found. If people won't forgive themselves, you know they ain't going to forgive you. (laughs) And I write about this in the book also. The people who are hardest on themselves are hardest on other people as well. See, they don't think they deserve forgiveness. They don't think they deserve forgiveness. They don't give forgiveness to themselves for where they have messed up. And surely they're not going to give it to you because they're hardened in that way. And that's why it is absolutely important that we forgive ourselves too. And we give ourselves grace. We can't change the past. We can only start where we are. And some of us where we are, is just being unforgiving and uh, just unrelenting when it comes to our shortcomings. And some people say, well, that doesn't make sense. Most people are just, oh, they're just so, you know, carefree with themselves. They don't care. No, I'm telling you that a lot of what masquerades is being carefree and just, you know, it's, it's not. People are tied up in knots with them, with themselves, with how they did wrong. And they can't let it go and they can't release themselves. So they can't release you because they don't think anybody 
deserves another chance. They don't think anybody is worthy of letting go. So if they can't forgive themselves, your chances are rather slim. (laughs) And so they're going to throw your mess ups in your face because they are insecure with where they are. That's rather simple, but it's the truth. So you've got to ask God to help you, to help you forgive yourself and also to help you forgive other people. And why is this so important? Like, Adrian, you got a podcast about forgiveness, man? I mean, really? Yeah, because I'm saying in my book, Push Your Way to Purpose, it's all about purpose. It's about fulfilling your purpose. And I am saying to you that if you are locked up with bitterness and unforgiveness, it is, it's like, I get, this kind of sounds weird, but it's like constipation, man. You need a laxative. <laughs> we need to release that stuff because you'll, you'll never, you only go so far, at least healthily. There are some people you just can't stand to be around because they're so eaten up with bitterness. They're so eaten up with anger. They're so eaten up with that, with unforgiveness. They need to use the F word so that they can truly flow. Not, you know, other people have to walk on eggshells around you because, you know, because every time they say something, you're going to blow up or you're going to shut down or however you handle it. Some people blow up. Some people just get silent. And everybody's walking on eggshells because they eggshells because of your insecurities, because you don't forgive other people, because other, you know, you don't even forgive yourself, perhaps. And so we're all walking on eggshells because nobody wants to offend you because you're gonna you're gonna respond a certain way. And the truth of the matter is, you may not even be responding to that person. That person just touched something and it just caused a whole reaction of a whole lot of other things. That's why, you know, that's why sometimes people, uh, they get into a relationship with a, you know, a woman gets into a relationship with a good man and she sabotages it, you know, because she, he's so good to her and she's so used to, you know, the opposite of that. And she's got all this unforgiveness about how somebody else treated her before. And so dude says something and this, this good dude says something or does something. And all of a sudden she's just, she's a whole monster. She's not even being a monster to that person. She's being a monster to the last person, but she hasn't been healed. Hear what I'm saying? So we've got a, number one, we, we need God. I mean, really. And if you need counseling as on top of that, go for it. I'm all about, especially Christian counseling, you know, get it. But the bottom line is I, it was so fascinating. I throw this question out on Facebook and I get these comments about, I, sh- I, I needed to let go. I would have said, let go. I would have said, forgive. I would have said release. And I'm saying to you, for you to be your best self as an individual, as a person in a relationship, as, as a person running a business, as a person working for someone else, whatever it is, we need to use the F word. We need to forgive and we need to let go. And sometimes we think that we've forgiven and then the right thing comes along and we realize that we weren't forgiven at all. I had a pastor who used to say this, and I talk about this in the book also. He would talk about how you would have 
you know, somebody might have broken an arm and and they, they went and they got cast on it. And, you know, and now after a while, that thing is the cast is off and that arm is just looking really pretty. And oh, my goodness, what a beautiful arm. Everything is cool, you know. And then somebody comes along and they bump against that arm and that, ah, that person screams out. What are they screaming out for? Something's not right. Something is still not healed. And when the right pressure comes, it will reveal itself. So I wanted to share about the F word, the F bomb. It's a hard lesson for some people. But again, remember, you might say, well, they don't deserve it. It's not about the other person deserving it. Here's the question. I told you I'm a question asker. Do you deserve it? Do you deserve to be free? Because if you deserve to be free, you're going to have to use that F word. You're going to have to use it. You're going to have to be willing. And only you can make that decision. You got people who got sicknesses and diseases and all kinds of stuff because they're all constipated with unforgiveness. So use the F word. And as you do, you will find your purpose becoming that much more visible to you. You will find it. So anyway, this is one of the chapters in my book, but it's also mostly in my heart that I want to share. And it's not just a message to you. It's a message to me as well. I say this, forgive and forgive quickly because bitterness is a sneaky old something. And that next next thing you know, that thing has taken a root. So I always say forgive and do it quickly. And you don't have to wait for someone to say, I'm sorry. They may never say, I'm sorry. They may never acknowledge it. It doesn't matter. It's not about the other person. Ultimately, it's about you. And that is today's episode of the Adrian Ross show. I told you it is vital, capital V-I-T-A-L, vital for you. So thank you for joining me for this vital episode of the Adrian Ross show. I'm going to ask you to please share this with other people. Go on Facebook. Also, I now have a page called the Adrian Ross show. Uh, on uh, on Facebook, I'm on, obviously on the BMG Network, and I'm not the only one on the BMG Network. We have great podcasts and shows at the BMGNetwork.com. We have the Ken and Mike Show, and that's on Facebook. Actually, that's you can see that on Facebook Live on on Tuesdays. The Ken and Mike Show, very engaging conversations that go on there, insightful commentary and discussions. We have Mike'd Up with Mike Hansen, that podcast. We have the Ken Burns Show. We have the Pac-Man Podcast. And we have Set Apart with KC and, of course, the Adrian Ross Show. So you can check us out on the BMG Network. And, um, you know, I'm glad you're tuned into the Adrian Ross Show, which you can catch on the BMG Network, but you can also catch on major podcast platforms. Once again, would you right now go over maybe to Apple Podcasts and leave a review? I would, I would be most appreciative that you would leave a review. Now, if you don't, I have to forgive you. <laughs> I have to use the F word, but I'm hoping you don't give me a reason to have to forgive you for that. All right. So go check that out, please. And I thank you for tuning in. Also, you can leave me an email at adrianrosscom at gmail.com. Check out my website, adrianrosscom.com. Check out my online, uh, new, my online column. 
called My View, My Voice at adrianrosscolumn.com and the online school called Adrian Ross at uh, adrianrossacademy.com, adrianrossacademy.com. Check all those things out. It's good stuff going on. And to get your copy of Push Your Way to Purpose, my book, in which I talk about the F word, go to Amazon or go to Barnes and Noble online. And also it is an audiobook which I share yours truly in my own voice. Thank you so much. And I will catch you next time on the Adrian Ross show. God bless you abundantly. The Adrian Ross show was produced and edited in the BMG studio. The music was provided by Kevin McLeod. Find more episodes of the Adrian Ross show at the BMG network.com and major podcast platforms. Be sure to tune in regularly. You don't want to miss even one episode.